stay up to date with all the latest information on containing and avoiding the spread of the coronavirus. Only on 702. Well, the uh, British and American tobacco legal challenge to the government's cigarette ban during the coronavirus lockdown has been dropped, uh, saying uh, in a statement that they've reached a point where uh, a compromise has been reached of sorts. Well, Professor Ivor Sarakinsky, Professor of Governance and Policy at the Witz School of Governance, joins us now. You penned a fantastic uh, op-ed piece in the Daily Maverick about how uh, the issue around the banning of tobacco products is a little bit more opaque in terms of uh, looking at its effects in relation to perhaps the banning of alcohol. But what do you make of uh, this backtracking by British American tobacco. Could could it be that they've hammered out a deal in the background and government uh, will announce it in the coming days, perhaps? Well, the, the, the policy is to review the regulations on a regular basis. They have to. The, the, the Management Act, Disaster Management Act, says they must. So clearly, uh, good evidence has been put to them and they've got a commitment from uh, the National Command Council people that uh, they will rethink the regulations at some point. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't expect a, a change to happen quickly. So, Professor, I mean, you make the point in your article that at one level, objecting to the sale of tobacco makes perfect sense as a health uh, precaution, but uh, things really do not occur in a vacuum, and there's there's loads of vested interests at play. Uh, the old adage goes, money talks and <clears throat> walks. Uh, do you think that that's simply the case here, you know, whether or not it's it's money in big legal tobacco and also money in uh, the big illicit tobacco industry? I think, uh, I think uh, it, it's big money across the board, and uh, the, the the ban on tobacco sales has enabled one bunch of big money to get an advantage over another bunch of big money, and uh, the, the the one bunch is unhappy about that, hence the lobbying. But uh, behind the, the the decision to to ban the sale of tobacco under lockdown, it, it would seem as if there was uh, some power plays behind the scenes. Um, there's, there's sufficient evidence to infer that something happened. The president announced it will, and three days later, it was not allowed. And that flip-flop is an indication of a power play, I think. Mm, it seems as though there is a little bit of a bun fight going on within the National Corona Command Council. We'll talk about Nkosa Zana Lemini Zoom in a moment or so, but what does this do for President Sora Ramaphosa? Because he's, he's known as a... Uh, a fixer of sorts, a guy that doesn't uh, move by himself, but in unison with uh, all those around him. What's it be? You know, and let's say that it's what his leadership style is. Uh, has this left him weakened? Maybe not weakened, but uh, certainly embarrassed, because uh, he definitely consulted when he was in the in the the command council forum, and that's where the decision to allow sales happened. And then it has to go to cabinet in terms of the act. Cabinet decides, and then the command council promulgates uh, the the act, uh, the the legal enforcement. So in cabinet, he was overruled uh, or outnumbered by people who disagreed with the people uh, who agreed with him in the command council. So that shows that he's not uh, he doesn't have everyone behind him in a straight line. Uh, their divisions, their their factions, their problems. Um, which is to be expected, but it was strange that uh, the, the 
the, the flip-flop on that one because if people smoke, it's not going to fill up hospital emergency rooms. Of course, there are health, health issues, whereas alcohol and violence and shooting and stabbing fills up hospital rooms. A quick question before we say goodbye. In Kosozana Lamini Zuma, I mean, she's been a long uh, campaigner against smoking. She was the really driving force as the first Democratic Minister of Health to institute um, restrictions around smoking warnings on cigarette packets. Uh, that doesn't occur in a vacuum either, though. I mean, you know, it might be a little bit unfair to completely pin the uh, decision to ban cigarettes once more on her. But uh, there is certainly a couple of things at play uh, that uh, seem to be coalescing around her as a political figure. Yes, uh, and it's it's unfortunate uh, that she's being uh, singled out as as the driver of this. So she she has driven a, a strong public health campaign against smoking, and that may have allowed people to latch onto that and pursue a, a different agenda under the cover of that public health agenda. So ban smoking to enable illicit tobacco dealers to get a serious advantage under lockdown to sell their product. And that's what we've seen happening. Their illicit trade is roaring, as expected. No surprises there. So, again, unfair to blame her. Um, uh, it's just too easy to associate her with a whole range of personalities and figures uh, that, 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 that have reputations in, in this uh, illicit trade. Professor Ivasar Kinski, thank you for your time and insight on uh, Weekend Breakfast. Enjoy your walk 